Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. I'm doing a call today with um, Ben Hardy, and uh, we will be dialing Ben momentarily. I just have to dial his number, and hopefully he's ready to roll. So here we go. Good morning. Ray? Good, yes, sir. This is Ray and Kenna, Remax Little Oak. Okay. So, Ben, ben Hardy, you've been uh, in real estate for how many years? Oh, man. This is year 18. That's 17 last year, 18 this year. Wow. And uh, where, did you, where did you start? Well, I start, started in the, uh, in the um, well, how old was I? I started when I was 19. Uh, when I was take, 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 well, not in the real estate industry, I, I basically volunteered in the thriving office of, I don't know if I should name the realtor's name because he's kind of sort of still active. Maybe I won't drop his name. Sure. And I, I remember he was at the Home Life office. So I was 19. I just where, where was that? In, where where in? Uh, Home Life in Abbotsford. Okay, got it. Got it. And uh, yeah, I, I think my original motivation at 19 to get into the real estate industry was Hey, like if I uh, if I can drive a nice car, like the first realtor that I worked with to buy my first house at nineteen in Chilliwack, that would be pretty freaking sweet. So, you know, your your motivation evolves over time. And uh, so, at the time when I was doing my real estate course, I I went to a friend of mine and basically volunteered, and I said, Hey, look, I'll I'll work for free. And uh, I, I just want to get in and see, touch, and feel the uh, the real estate industry. And I, I remember the early advice at the time was that if I did everything the exact opposite of the uh, person that I was working with, then I would uh, probably be pretty successful. And who gave you that? Who gave you that advice? I don't want to drop names because I don't know how how far this is circulated. No, no, I don't mean. <laughs> what I meant was, I don't mean you to identify the person's name. But but who? What was the what was the role? Which person? Who 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 gave you that advice? Another realtor? A broker? The broker? And the, that's what I meant. Not so much the name. It, it was actually the managing broker at the time. Oh, okay, that, that's that, what I'm after. That right. I said that. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I mean, at the time, it was it was it was kind of fun. Hey, so I was working as an assistant at 19, and and uh, I was sitting right next to the smoke room. I remember coming home and uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know being criticized for sinking like smoke as bad as I did. And I'm like, well, what do you what do you want me to do? You know, it's the uh, I'm right next to the smoke room and I'm busy taking calls and and I remember taking calls and booking appointments and getting calls from people all upset because the person that I was working with wasn't showing up and and uh, you know you 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 began to see kind of how our industry has you know taken shape and a lot of times doesn't have the best reputation for I don't know professionalism so I, I got licensed and I remember it was probably well Randy was on me right away Randy was. Uh, talking to me about wanting to join the team. And I remember Andrew Bracewell, who was on Randy's team at the time, uh, we were going to the same church. So I, I kind of feel like Randy set Andrew on me to try to convince me to come onto the the uh, the Randy Dick team. And I'll never forget uh, sitting with, with Andrew. And he says to me, he says, Ben, this is like a door. And the door is only going to be open for so long. And he takes his hands kind of like he claps them together. He's like, but once it's closed, it's going to be closed forever. <laughs> and, I remember, <laughs> and, and I remember being like, I, I talked to Randy after that. And I said, Randy, you know, like I aspire to do what you've done. You know, you've created a team and I think it's awesome. And, you know, you've got a loyal following and built a good brand. And, 
Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the rest was history. So I, I really got to know you, Ray. You were my, definitely my original mentor in real estate. And I, I remember going to our initial um, quote unquote training sessions, which were much more informal than what they were now. I think it was uh, yourself. Uh, was it Bob? What was Bob's last name? Bob Gill? I, I can't remember. Oh, Anyways. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, he was with us for a while and just getting started about the same time you started, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And, uh, and, and I remember that there was a few things that, that happened early on, uh, you know, when I was really getting to know you. I latched onto you because you, Ray, you had a, a marketing book, you know, and all these different things you've done. And I'm like, wow, this, this guy's amazing. Like, you're not just throwing a phone book at me and saying, start at A's in Abbotsford and find listings. You know, you're actually showing some interest in who I am and, and, uh, and whatever else. So, um, I remember that one of the things that you said to me early on that really struck a chord was um, uh, we were in this training session and you had said, or you had asked us, so how many CMAs did you guys do last week? And I remember, I, I, I'm a hard worker. I was pretty proud of myself. I did one CMA last week. So I told you, and you looked at me and you said, well, what the hell did you do with the rest of your week? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember and you had some more things to say, which were, you know, like I, I, you, we'd probably get in trouble for relaying it over the uh, the podcast or whatever we're doing here today. So I, I won't tell you, I won't say exactly what you said, but the motivation was like, hey, like, unless you want to have other people running your life, you got to take charge, take the bull by the horns and you need to get in front of people. And I think that that was kind of my big kick in the ass to, to really get going. And uh, I remember those early days. I used to hate doing CMAs. I used to hate it. And it was like, but, but one of the things that I've, I've learned over time is that, you know, any activity that's worthwhile doing that produces a result that you want, if you don't want to do it, you just got to force it. You know, like there's, there's no uh, sitting around making excuses for things. So I remember there was this poor little subdivision um, and Tammy McDougall, I remember she lived in the subdivision. I think she hated me for the first few years because I think most of the owners in there should have probably had restraining orders against me because I was harassing them, calling them and <laughs> knocking on their doors and, you know, going by just, and I remember, I remember one time, um, I, I really wanted to make a, prove a point with these people that, Hey, I'm committed to you and your neighborhood and whatever else it had just, yeah, I think it was December. And this is, I think my first year, uh, at Remax. And I, I was wanting to prove a point. I had these calendars with magnets on them and I had just had freezing rain the night before. So treacherous conditions drive out there and I'm sticking them on these doors. And I love you, Tammy, if you're, I don't know if you're listening to this or not, but she threw the calendar at me and says, go harass your own neighborhood, Ben Hardy. <laughs> she was joking, <laughs> but, but it was kind of one of those things. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I had to develop that resiliency. You know, I remember uh, early on, I, I had Devan Kassoon actually, when I, before I moved to Remax, he actually was pretty instrumental before I had met you, Ray. Uh, and he kind of showed me the ropes as far as cold calling. And I recognize that there's lots of limitations. He can't really do that now. But what it did is it really helped me get over my fear. And I hated calling people uh, out of the blue. But he taught me, he's like, Ben, you're going to hate it, but you grab some tape, you tape the receiver to your hand, and you don't finish your night or your or whatever time you, we usually did it in the, um, just, just after dinner. Um, you don't finish your night until you make 10 quality calls. And when you're done those calls, you need to send 10 notes out and uh, like thank you notes. So I had these like really crappy 
staples cards and and uh, whatever you know sent them out and you know got my first listings when i was 20. I, I still remember thinking like who on earth is going to trust this kid who knows not a whole heck of a lot about the industry um with the sale of their property but you know hey pe people love keen people and and you know i remember those are like the early days that um you know really started to gain momentum and and gain a bigger perspective on things and um yeah, so so that was kind of like the 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 early days of real estate for for me. Um, so what would what would you say on your what you did in the early days? Obviously worked for you, but what would you say to some of the young folks that are starting today, about the same age you were, uh, or you know thereabouts? They're you know they're just getting going in real estate. Based on your experience, what would you tell them to do? You, you know, I mean, I was kind of thinking that this is the direction that the call was going to go in, and. Um, oh, it'll go, in, I, I it'll think, go in a number of different directions. But. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. Well, I mean, I feel, I feel like, you know, like having a team uh, and, and I think any business owner, when you start a business, you, you kind of need to define your own, you know, golden brick road. Like how do you get from where you are to where you want to be? I mean, that's kind of the essence of, you know, being a leader, but, I, but I think the key thing about being a leader is you need to lead yourself. And I think a lot of people get into business for themselves, um, you know, with this false idea that, hey, well, if I'm self-employed, I've got all the flexibility in the world. I can, you know, mm -hmm. I can you know, have all kinds of freedom and, you know, golf six, seven times a week. And, hey, if you do that, God bless you. That's great. But, you know, <laughs> like the, the, the reality is, like, I found for myself that um, success comes through discipline. And so I think if, if anyone's going to be a leader, we first need to lead ourselves. And, um, you know, I, I, I would say that over the years, I've, I've learned a whole lot about that. And I think, Ray, you really taught me, like, don't be a disciple of one person, but be a student of many. And, um, you know, so I've really, I've really worked hard to, you know, focus my energy on, you know, people that I look up to and respect, you know, the real estate investors that are friends of mine that, you know, have achieved great success you know, people that have successful family lives that, you know, have that I really respect and great relationships with their kids and, you know, kind of take little bits and pieces from all of them. But I mean, going back to like just the basic disciplines, if you're new in the industry, I, I think personally, you know, creating, um, you know, creating a, uh, a template for your day um, that that would define your success is the most important thing. Because I think the challenge is, is that, in the real estate industry, if you if you measure your success purely based on sales, you know, I mean, unless you're you're you know selling 365 houses a day, you you're going to have a lot of days where you feel like you're not succeeding, you're not progressing. And so I I've, I've kind of learned over the years that you know what I need to do for myself, and I think Ray, you were the one that that helped me with this at first, but um you know have an activity tracker so what what can i do what can i jam into a day how many meetings uh you know how many um phone calls you know bomb bomb videos like technology is evolving so much um but do that so that at the end of the day you can feel like you succeeded so i made my 50 calls or you know whatever else but going going back a little 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 further honestly i think some of the biggest things that have uh you know really made a huge change in my life and in my business has has especially been the way that i structure my day so i'm really big on time blocking um 
Do you want me to just run you through? Like, I, 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 I absolutely. Got, I got my... uh, ben, this is golden because uh, we still say the same things today. But when it's coming from somebody who's actually done it and proven it, uh, it's nice to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Give us an example. Yeah. So, I mean, again, like I was saying before, I, I really, I really believe that until these things are a part of you and a part of your routine, you have to force them. So, so habits don't come. I mean, I wasn't blessed with, you know, crazy work ethic or whatever else. I got to force these things. So I knew that if I wanted to get from where I was to where I wanted to be, you know, I, I needed to set up my day for success. So I'll just take you through my my daily routine. And my morning is is probably the most important thing for me because I find that I got so much going on throughout my day that my time, you know, the time that I get my my head right, my spirit right, um, you know, my, my body, right. It has to be in the morning. Cause otherwise there's so much that's coming at me. It's just, it just doesn't happen if I've got to wait for the end of the day. So I, I start my days early. I, I've been waking up, um, I guess for probably the last three years at 5am. And, um, so I start my day. So I kind of break it up. So my 5am time is my, my spirit and soul time. So I go 45 minutes. I, as soon as I wake up, I, uh, I start by, um, listening to some calm worship music. And, and during that time, I'm, I'm grabbing my coffee. I, I do a little MCT oil in my coffee and and um, have my celery juice. Bullet, These bulletproof are coffee. I'm drinking my bulletproof coffee now. Amen. Keep going. Nice. Yeah, it's good for your good for your energy, good for your uh, your head. Amen. Um, yeah, di- diet is critical. I mean, I've, I've learned that too, man. That, that, was, that was one thing that I really had to uh, figure out early on because you know if you're you're working hard, you're meeting a whole bunch of people often, you know we we miss meals and whatever else, and you gorge at night. Well, there's no better way to get out of shape by following that routine. So, so anyways, I'll, I'll, I'm 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 kind of jumping down these rabbit trails, but um, so again, going back five to five forty-five, that's my spirit and soul time. So, uh, I, I do my devotions. I, I read my Bible. Uh, I've got a gratitude journal. I've got lots of them that are filled, but I fill one page every single day. So I basically go through all the things that I'm grateful for because I want to get my my mindset right. You know, I I, I don't I, I maybe wasn't necessarily born intrinsically with like being like a positive mindset. So I've learned that I've got to force that. So gratitude journal just gets me me set in the right direction. And then I five to ten minutes at the end of this, I I spend in just meditation. So I've got. Um, some breathing that I do. Um, I, I learned a long time ago from my dad, actually, that your mind does not know the difference between something that actually happens or something that you vividly imagine. So, you know, I, I've got a bunch of different things that I've kind of created for myself over time that um, that I go through in the morning. It just, again, gets my head straight. And then as soon as I'm done that, 5.45, I'm, I'm hitting the gym. And uh, so I, I've got a cardio routine. Um it doesn't matter, rain, snow, whatever. I'm outside doing my wind sprints. And actually, there's nothing better than when it's cold and it's dark and everything inside of you is saying, I do not want to do this. Well, you slay that dragon. You get your ass out there and you work. <laughs> so, so anyway, so I'll go out there and do that. Then I lift, lift weights. And I don't know. I mean, I, I know a, a lot of successful entrepreneurs and, and uh, you know, a lot of them are, are incredibly fit. And what I find, the reason I lift weights, and I used to train like a like a bodybuilder before, but I, I my whole focus is being functionally fit. But the reason that I love lifting weights is because 
every single time I'm in the gym, I keep track of it. I've, I've got a home gym too. Um, but I, I'm always trying to push out one extra rep, you know, do more weight. Because in my mind, I, I want to have a me- mentality that is about progress. I, I want to see progress in my life. Um, so that's that's my body time. So 5.45, 6.45, it's an hour. As soon as I'm done that, I, I actually started doing this about six months ago. You heard of Wim Hof, Ray? I've, I've heard the name. Um, go ahead. Okay, so Wim Hof is, they call him the Iceman. Right, and, right, uh, right. But the thing, the thing that's awesome about him is that he's got these breathing techniques that really get you in control of, you know, your body. And so at the end of the gym time, I, uh, I've got a, uh, I've got his course. So it's like, a, it's like, I think it's 10 or 12 minutes or something like that. Three rounds of breathing. And, uh, and what it does is it just kind of calms my body. And then I get my ass into my cold shower for a five minute shower. And, and again, just like, like, you know, the cardio in the morning when it's dark and rainy and whatever, everything in your head at 645 when I'm jumping into that shower says, this is ridiculous. What on earth are you doing? And I don't give myself any leeway. I get into that shower and I, uh, and I push through it. And, and the thing that's amazing, so you get out, you look like you were one of those idiots that was sitting at the beach that didn't put uh, suntan lotion on and you burnt yourself to a crisp. So you're like beat, you're beat red. But, but you know, the thing that I find, so by the time, by the time I'm done that, it's like, it's like seven o'clock. So can I just interrupt for, for a second, just for the listeners? Sure. That yeah. if Ben's referring to all you white guys that might look beet red. Some of us <laughs> other guys, we might be, we might have bumps on us and different things. We might not change color. Carry on, Ben. Carry on. I appreciate that, right? Thank, thank you for that. Um, what it does is it just gets your. It, it's so good for you. Yeah, I mean, that's a key part of my my routine. But um, so basically, seven o'clock until uh, I, I usually will do about thirty minutes in that time of just like business reading or, or personal development, something like that. N- nothing long, but, but at that time, you know what I find is that by the time I'm getting into my phone calls and, and, you know, doing my tasks of the day, like digging up opportunities and, you know, you know, booking meetings and things like that. I don't have those moments where I'm like, Oh man, like I- I'm going to delay on calling that guy. Cause I'm nervous about what he's going to say. It's like, you, you've already beaten your will into submission because I've forced myself to do things that I don't want to do. And it really sets my whole day up for success. So I think going back to your, your question, my advice to people that are just getting started, um, I, I think uh, I find freedom through discipline. Um, you know, I, I mean, my Miranda, my wife thinks I'm insane. <laughs> the cold showers and uh, the ice baths at night, um, you know, whatever else. But the thing is, it just does something amazing for me. So you come up against hurdles and they're not this, they're not, um, they're not stopping me. You know, like if I, I find that, uh, you know, my morning time is, is the biggest thing for me. And I think if at the end of the day, you can learn to discipline yourself and lead yourself towards success, you know, you're going to have a much better, uh, or, or easier, um, maybe much easier to do that with and for other people as well. Ben, this is like this is like just gold, like the golden stream from Ben Hardy, and um, a lot of us, we a lot, you know, a lot of times we're talking to people about, you know, there's no gain without pain, but you've kind of given us a step by step 
I like the point where you just said that by the time you've d- you've done your morning routine, your mind, you know, the, the the voices in you that would speak negative things are going. We might as well just shut up because he's just not going to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but you know the thing is like again, I think when I when I had first you know seen a guy like Wim Hof or there's so many different people that that I I respect and I listen to and I want to emulate in my life. A, a lot of times when you see somebody that's, you know, like when I look at these guys, it's they're billionaire or, or, you know, whatever they, they sold, you know, 500 houses in a year or whatever else you look at that as being unattainable. But in my mind, everything is possible. If you break it down to a step-by-step process, this, this business is not rocket science. The reality is that if you want to earn more money, you have to do more. And and I'm not saying, like, I, I feel like this industry definitely does reward work, being a workaholic. But at the end of the day, when you start out, it's going to take time. You, you have to force habits. You, you've got to develop skills, the ability to relate to people. And I mean, I, I can remember early on with, with Poor West Abbotsford Station, I had my CMA that I put together. I, it's hilarious. I, I still have it. I've got a bind. I call it my binder of shame. So it's all <laughs> my, my early marketing that I just cringe when it comes out. But but the thing is, I, I remember I remember feeling like a used car salesman because I needed to go through word by word in that presentation verbatim to feel like like to get it done right. And then in time you know, you, you get more comfortable and it becomes a part of you and whatever else. And then, and then you realize like, Hey, you know, like the mentality shift after I had felt like the, the uh, vacuum cleaner salesperson is going through the same pitch the same way every single time. Eventually you get to the point where, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to go meet some people. We're going to hang out. It's going to be a good time. And then, and then it becomes more natural and it becomes a part of you. And I, and I really, by forcing the habit of early on, my my main goal was I had to, and it was because of what you said to me, Ray. What the heck did you do the rest of your week? I had to get in front of as many people as I possibly could to do CMAs, and I couldn't give a rip if they were going to sell in a in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, in ten years. My whole thing is I, I'm building contacts. I want them to see me, see that I'm transparent, see that I'm a real relatable person, and that I know what I'm talking about. And and again, just through repetition and through doing that, it becomes a part of you. And then it starts to really become fun. Like, I love going to CMAs now. It's just, it's easy. You know, hey, we're laughing and, you know, we're, we're, we're relating. And the thing is, people do business with people that they like. So when you get to that point, it's very, like, I don't know, I, I guess I don't really pay as much attention to if, if I'm competing on a listing now or not. But to me, it doesn't really matter. I, I'm just going to go and connect with people. And um yeah, so it, it, it's fun. But but the thing, one of the things that I wanted to go back to, Ray, uh, was um, like just within my routine. So I find my morning is really key. But I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I, I have a certain degree. I'm on the spectrum for uh, attention deficit disorder, maybe. Um, I can usually go like an hour or two of like focused hard work. And uh, again, this is something that my drives my poor wife nuts but I, I actually have several alarms that go off through the day and it's usually within um two hour periods and i call it my focus changer so my first focus changer alarm goes off and so i what i do is i i do instantly it goes off i do 30 push-ups now if i'm in front of somebody i'm, I'm just gonna snooze it but i'm gonna make sure that i go and do it because again i want to make sure that 
I'm following through. I, I am a man of follow through. So I do my 30 push-ups. My first alarm at 745 is my af affirmation alarm. That's my mental affirmation. So I take my goals and I break them down and I'm reviewing them every couple hours, but I break them down as my mental affirmation, my business affirmation, my emotional, my relational, my physical, and my spiritual affirmation time. So I've got several alarms. Each of those alarms that go off, I do 30 push-ups. And, and and the thing that's that's funny, I I had somebody that was kind of making fun of me in my my office a little while ago when they they saw me doing this and I, and I, I said to them I said you know what like every day I do 180 push-ups and and you know like you see on YouTube the challenges for 100 push-ups uh, a day my thing is like it's super easy to do 30 push-ups but it starts with doing the first 30 and by the end of the day if you follow that discipline you've done 180 push-ups I guarantee you that's more than most people would do in a day but it starts with the small thing and that's where i think this industry is really about discipline you start with the small thing hey, you, you do 10 calls monday to friday you know monday to sunday you know you've got it, it compounds it adds up and and i think that that's where i have really found this industry is about um yeah it's it's about creating a routine that works for you but but is leading you in the direction of what you want to achieve in your life and in your business. Well, Ben, you are a beast. You are, you set the bar high for anybody listening to this podcast. And uh, I know people are going, okay, that's a, that's an earful. I'm going to have to see how much of that I can incorporate. So I'm going to tell you, I want to thank you for coming on with me, but um, we're not going to let you go. We're going to have you back in a I'm going to have you back to ask you other questions because, uh, you know, we can't go on forever today. But um, thanks very much for coming on. You've shared a ton of good stuff, but I'm going to get you back. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, sounds good. Love to do it. Okay, my friend. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Ray. Talk to you in a bit. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye.